0: Fantasy Football Show. You want the latest info? How's your lineup looking? It's not good. Who's hurt? Who's injured? He is listed as questionable. Questionable. What does that mean? No one knows what that means. Matchup breakdowns. First game today is too close to call. Oh. You need an edge to pound your opposition. Like if I start him and then he doesn't play, I literally have nothing in the bank. I have no backup. The Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Miller. I mean, they know if they're playing. They know. They should tell us. That's right. The show to tune to for fantasy football knowledge. How many leagues are you in? I'm in 12 leagues. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Well, that is just pure fantasy football. It's the fantasy football show with Jeff Meller.
1: Indeed it is, folks. We are 16 16th through our fantasy football season. And you know what that means. It, of course, is most likely your fantasy football playoffs. Playoffs? That's right, Jim Mora. I said playoffs.
0: Uh, Playoffs? That
1: is right. So if you are in your fantasy football playoffs, I am here for you today. 312-332-3776. Answering all of the important fantasy football information that you need to be aware of. Here every Sunday morning during the football season starting at 8 a.m. So make sure you're locked in. If you want to get in, get in early so I can get your call in before the show wraps up. You can also hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Jeff underscore Meller. That's M-E-L-L-E-R. Of course, you can check us out on Twitch, the ESPN 1000 Chicago Twitch stream. Check us out there at Twitch TV. So I am watching you now as I go through all my key highlights that I'll be playing here momentarily. You can uh, talk to us in the Twitch chat room. So do that as well. All right. Let's get it going, folks. Now
0: it's first and goal at the two. And here is Jacobs for the touchdown. touchdown. Second touchdown of the game for Jacobs.
1: Very encouraging news for Josh Jacobs' owners as he has taken limited participation the last two days in the Raiders workouts and is expected to play today, which is, Look, he's an RB1. You're probably going to have to get him into your lineup. It is always a little scary when the playoffs roll around, and he is dealing with an ankle injury. But I think your options to turn to would probably be less than ideal in most situations. So I would say Josh Jacobs is probably highly advisable to start today.
0: First and goal from the five. Give to McCaffrey. Trying to get around the right side. He does. McCaffrey! McCaffrey
1: all right, I don't want to say I told you so, but I told you so. I warned any Christian McCaffrey owner out there who had Mike Davis to hang tight. don't just go ahead and release him because that was one situation where you knew you had a a an, a backup who could step in and give you eighty to eighty five percent if something happened to your stud and sure enough, this week, McCaffrey, who was targeting week fourteen for a return. Comes up with a quad injury that is going to keep him out today, which means Mike Davis, in all all likelihood, is locked and loaded into most lineups that have him. So Mike Davis is probably a pretty solid start if you're out there wondering if you should have him. Hopefully you did not release him early because, as I've been preaching now for the last three or four weeks, this is the time of year where you need to make sure that the players who have proven themselves to be solid handcuffs are on your roster and hopefully you did not cut Mike Davis as somebody did in one of my leagues.
2: They've got the extra lineman in.
0: Here's Gaskin, and he walks in for the touchdown. The Miami Dolphins up to a red-hot start in Santa Clara.
1: All right, so we found out yesterday bad news. Miles Gaskin has tested positive for COVID-19, which means he is ineligible to play today for the Dolphins. They're already out without Selvin Ahmed they have to turn to DeAndre Washington in all likelihood here. We'll probably see the featured back role. The Dolphins have been, at least Brian Flores has been, somebody who likes to feed his starting running back. So will DeAndre Washington see a significant number of carries? That we'll kind of, kind of have to wait and find out. But if you're desperate, if you're somebody who had Gaskin penciled in to start, which I understand why, he's been somebody who's been a solid Running back who you can turn to, especially in PPR formats, he is not available today. So DeAndre Washington is somebody who you might be able to scoop up off your waiver wire. I will say that Patrick Laird has occasionally been a monkey wrench for running backs who are not Miles Gaskin. So I'd be a little concerned. If you have somebody else aside from DeAndre Washington, we can probably talk about it here today. I'm sure we probably will with a lot of listeners. But uh, DeAndre Washington is not somebody I feel great about. But if you are desperate, because Miles Gaskin is out, he would be the name you probably want to scoop up. Third
0: down and six, right up the gut. That is Gibson, and he is gone. Third of the ball game for the rookie Antonio Gibson.
1: Antonio Gibson is out with the turf toe, and I do not expect him back until Week 16 at the earliest. That's just a devastating injury for running back. So I would say, don't hold your breath on Antonio Gibson helping you out in your fantasy football playoffs. That means J.D. McKissick steps in and will likely see the highest number of touches in the football team backfield. I think McKissick in PPR formats is a solid RB2, so don't run away from him just yet. Um, In fact, he's probably somebody who you can feel pretty safe about starting.
0: Second down and one. And a handoff here. To david johnson and david johnson looking for the end zone and he gets in there so the first score of the season which looked as if it belonged to Demarcus Robinson on Kansas City's last drive instead goes to the Houston Texans on a 19-yard run by one of the new Texans.
1: All right, so uh, one Johnson is out. Another steps into the role. David Johnson has tested positive for COVID as well. He will not play today against the Bears. That means Duke Johnson will be the featured back. Don't love it, but again, kind of depends on your scoring format. In most PPR scoring formats, if you're looking for a running back, he is flex-worthy, I guess, but he has struggled to score touchdowns, even when he's been in place of David Johnson. So um, I would definitely feel a little skittish about using Duke Johnson. But again, I'm kind of just throwing out the names because it has been a wild and crazy year in 2020, and with all these COVID guys, we're going to have to look for some alternative. And at this point, David Johnson out, Duke Johnson in.
0: Fourth and three. want to better get the snap. Here because the play clock is at one. They do. Off they go. Catches may get the first and a lot more. Julio Jones out in front. He's gonna go all the way. Touchdown.
1: Julio Johnson. I'm um, Julio Johnson. Too many Johnsons here. Um and you hate to hear that. Julio Jones is out with a hamstring injury, so maybe you can just Breathe easily and turn to your alternative because Julio Jones has been a bit of a nightmare for fantasy owners. You always feel like you have to start him. And then ultimately, if he leaves the game early, you're a little disappointed. Well, I guess it's better to know that he's out ahead of time, but generally don't always feel great about the options that you have. So Julio Jones is out for the Falcons today. I I haven't really seen Calvin Ridley step up in games that Julio Jones is out uh, Ridley's been, you know, Rid- Ridley actually has done his best work for the most part when Julio Jones has been in the lineup. So that is not great news for him either. I will say, since uh, I'm talking about Falcons here, at this point, if you want to keep Todd, Cur- Todd Gurley on your bench, I'm, I'm definitely okay with it. I actually released in a, in a league where uh, there is a roster crunch and we're entering the playoffs and you cannot make moves after today. I actually released Todd Gurley because I couldn't find find a situation where I would feel comfortable using Todd Gurley going forward. So he's, he's, at this point, he missed last week. The weeks prior to that, he had eight carries. He's just not somebody who right now has been as good as he was early in the year. And he wasn't great to begin the year, but he was scoring touchdowns. Now, at this point, without Julio Jones, the Falcons offense is not nearly as explosive as it has been in the past and so Todd Gurley, if you want to shy away from him, I am certainly okay with that I, again I outright released him because I needed a bench spot so at the, this is the point where really look guys look guys over and say is there any scenario where I can see myself using him in the next week or two because if you can't and you need that roster spot go ahead and feel free to cut guys like Todd Gurley because chances are you're not going to feel comfortable starting him even if he has a decent week this week. I mean, you're really going to feel great about using him in the playoffs next week. So that's kind of the philosophy you have to have when you're in the fantasy football playoffs here.
0: Gonzalez's kick on the way, and it is good.
1: A career-long for Zane Gonzalez from 56 yards out. I usually find it helpful To go ahead and play highlights of kickers who are abruptly ruled out. And that's exactly what happened with Zane Gonzalez yesterday. I know a lot of times people ignore their kicker spots once, once, especially once bye weeks have passed, they can kind of sneak up on you if you're not playing, paying really close attention. And we got word yesterday that Zane Gonzalez is ruled out for the Cardinals. And so, Go ahead, and if you're a Zane Gonzalez owner, make sure that you check your waiver wire and pick up a kicker in his stead because he is not going to be available for the Cardinals today. And again, kind of a similar situation to Todd Gurley. Feel free to go ahead and release Zane Gonzalez outright because I don't think you need to carry two kickers at this point. Chances are... Um go ahead and just find somebody on your waiver wire who you can plug in because Zane Gonzalez will not be kicking for the Arizona Cardinals today. All right. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. That is how you get in here on fantasy on the fantasy football show. I'm Jeff Meller. Um let's kick things off with our favorite Mike who's in Mount Prospect. Mike, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, bud?
2: Well, Jeff, I need you more than ever, my friend. On Monday morning, Pearl Harbor Day, I woke up and I said, my God, I got the big Mac attack coming back, McCaffrey, and sure. I've got uh, Gibson as my number two back, and Jonathan Taylor, and what happens? And I, and I dropped McKissick to pick up, the, to keep McCaffrey in the in the mix. Yeah. So I don't have McKissick to play. So I got a full PPR. I have Jonathan Taylor. I moved up from Flex all the way up to my RB1. Mm-hmm. I need one of these four. I've got Hines, his partner, but he's up against uh, uh, the worst team, uh, the fifth worst team against the run with Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. I got Bernard, uh, Giovanni Bernard, at uh, a good matchup, too, uh, against Dallas, the eighth worst, and he's at home. And then I picked up two days ago Ty Johnson, the old mm-hmm. Detroit, Redling, uh, Detroit Lion uh, running back at Seattle. Sure. And then uh, when I found out before anybody else did, I did pick up DeAndre Washington at home versus Kansas City against his old team.
1: So, so do you need one or two, Mike? One, just one, man. All Um, right, so just one. uh, You know, Naheem Hines, I guess it it also, you kind of have to, I'm leaning Naheem Hines and DeAndre Washington. Yes, I am too. Admittedly, Ty Johnson looked good last week, but all indications are that Frank Gore should be back. Now he's going to have to, Test. He's gonna. He's gonna have to test it uh, early this morning, and to and to, in, to uh, make sure that he is good. I'm sorry. He has to clear uh, one more test for concussion protocol to ensure yeah. that he plays today. If Frank Gore is obviously out there, that means Ty Johnson is kind of worthless in my opinion. I would not. Yeah. Tr- I would not trust using Ty Johnson. But what I'll say is. If Frank Gore is ruled out, if we find out around 1030 that Frank Gore is not going to, uh, you know what? I just checked my schedule, too. That's a three o'clock game. That makes things yeah. a little bit trickier. So um, at this point, I don't think if your options are in the noon games, you can feel comfortable using Ty Johnson. I would probably use DeAndre Washington, Mike. Okay. The thing is, Naheem Hines, I think Naheem Hines and the PPR gives you a little bit of safety. But it's the playoffs here. And because of the fact that you're also tied to Jonathan Taylor, you're really limiting your upside. I think DeAndre Washington, if you just look at the way Brian Flores and the Dolphins have used their running backs pretty much all season long, they have given whoever's the featured back a pretty solid role. So I think DeAndre Washington, who is a pretty good pass catcher himself, is your best bet. Okay. I'm not, I'm not too concerned about the fact that they're playing the Chiefs. The Chiefs, uh, give up quite a bit of yards on the yeah, ground. I mean,
2: They're 14th, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I think DeAndre Washington is probably your best play. If you want to play it safe, maybe Naheem Hines in the PPR, Mike, but um, I would lean Washington just because you're already tied to Jonathan Taylor. But, again, this is a situation, too, where you have to look at your upside in the playoffs, and you don't want to completely limit yourself. Uh, But that's how we do it here on the Fantasy Football Show on ESPN 1000. Let's uh, try Tom, who's in Bridgeport. Good morning, Tom.
2: Hey, Jeff, how are you doing today? I are you? Pretty well. I, got, I need two of these for the standard league, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, Marvin Cotton, Cole Beasley, Marvin Jones, or T.Y. Hilton?
1: So you need two of four, and it is standard scoring time. I like, first off, T.Y. Hilton. He's the guy who stands out to me, believe it or not, because the last couple weeks he's finally been the guy. I think he's finally healthy, and I think Phillip Rivers now has kind of gotten a little bit of a connection going Uh, i've been impressed with what i've seen from him and so i would probably gamble with ty hilton because of what we've seen the last couple weeks for sure then for me i'm staying away from melvin gordon he kind of needs to pop that long run to make it a day the broncos struggle scoring touchdowns so that limits gordon's upside so i'm taking him out of the mix it comes down to marvin jones or cole beasley and for me i think i would use marvin jones uh, you're going to have to imagine that you could see a few scenarios here where the Lions have to throw the ball. They're going to have to throw the ball to stay, to, uh, stay with the Packers. And even if they fall behind, that, that not that is not necessarily a bad thing for Marvin Jones. So I would go ahead and use T.Y. Hilton and Marvin Jones today, Tom. Thank you, Jeff. All right. Again, Tom drops off, which leaves a line open for you. 312-332-3776. Going to continue to take all of your phone calls and answer your fantasy football questions till 9 a.m. The Fantasy Football Show is
0: back with a guru of fantasy football, Jeff Meller. How's your lineup looking? It's not good. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. If
1: I start him and then he doesn't play, I literally have nothing in the bank. Got no
0: backup. That's 312-332-3776. This is The Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000
1: no time to waste lots of callers have lots of problems that we're going to try and fix here on the fantasy football show i'm jeff meller again you can check us out on twitch we're at espn 1000 chicago inside the chat room i do my best to answer as many questions as possible in addition to twitter questions that's at Jeff underscore Mellor, that's M-E-L-L-E-R. And, of course, you can give us a call at 312-332-3776. Let's try Omar, who's in Orland Park. Hey, Omar.
2: Hey, good morning. Hello. Hey, okay, I got uh, I got two, uh, two questions for you. First of all, Deshaun Watson over Kyler Murray. Okay. And uh, Hunter Henry... Over
1: Ryan Tunyon, what do you think? So, Omar, in this case, I'm going to go ahead and say I feel pretty comfortable saying I would use Deshaun Watson. Kyler Murray, there's, look, the Giants have played pretty solid defense lately. And more importantly is that you have to be concerned right now because of the shoulder injury that Kyler Murray is clearly dealing with, even though they have, you know, downplayed it. The truth is that he has kind of stopped running the last few weeks since he he took a big hit and his shoulder has been an issue. So I would be concerned that Kyler Murray is not the player he was in fantasy back when he carried a lot of teams to some great starts. So I'm shying. This is probably for most owners out there. I'm shying away from using Kyler Murray if I've got a decent alternative. And and Deshaun Watson is certainly that. And for Henry versus Robert Tunyon, I think I personally would use Robert Tunyon. He's, He's... a red zone threat and for tight ends that's really what you're looking for Justin Herbert even though I I think just uh Henry is a very good tight end Justin Herbert has been a little reluctant to use his tight ends as frequently as Rivers was in the past so I think that's really what Hunter Henry has had issues with this season in terms of production is the fact that Herbert is much more willing to fling it downfield than you know I guess he's more capable flinging it down the field than philip rivers was the last few years let's try lou who's in elk grove hey lou hey morning
2: uh uh,
1: i got a question here ppr i got going to need
2: two out of these four okay i have uh james connor mike davis uh brandon Ayuk, and sterling shepherd okay and then it also looks like uh T Higgins is going to be available, so I don't know. What do you think about him?
1: Yeah, so T Higgins. Let's. Uh, I haven't mentioned him, but I had his highlight ready to go in case I needed it. I'm going to say let's stay away from T Higgins at this point. Brandon Allen looks like he's going to get the start. He got he got hit pretty hard with and had, was suffered a chest injury last week against the mm-hmm. Dolphins. But I mean the fact that I'm talking about Brandon Allen, you know, and that being a better right. thing than Ryan Finley. Let's stay away from T Higgins completely here. I would definitely use Mike Davis, Lou. In the PPR scoring especially, uh, Davis has more than 50 catches this year. He has been very productive in McCaffrey's stead. So Mike Davis is a no-brainer for me. And then I think I would go with Brandon Ayuk. I think you just watch Brandon Ayuk play, and right. it's hard to – I'm not going to say he's a future superstar, but he is so dynamic. And honestly, I think the only thing that's going to hold him back is the fact that he's, he has Debo Samuel and George Kittle – as options for whoever's under center this week, it'll be Nick Mullins. So I would use Ayuk. He has been very dynamic and I think he has six, seven touchdowns this season, two of which mm-hmm. have come on the ground, which you love the way Kyle Shanahan calls a football game. So I would use Brandon. Ayuk. I just want him in my lineup whenever possible. He's a, he's a very dynamic playmaker. And um, I think he's somebody who going forward is going to be a very interesting player for fantasy uh, in future seasons. Let's try Joe. Who's in spring Grove. Hey Joe. Morning Jeff. What's up?
2: I got a tight end question. Uh, Hunter Henry at home against the Falcons, or Mark Andrews on the road against the Browns. One
1: point PPR. Okay so uh, in the PPR scoring I think I'd still use Mark Andrews understanding of course that you know kind of similar to the previous caller with Hunter Henry. I just uh, I don't love his role right now with Justin Herbert these days so I would use Mark Andrews, even though the Baltimore Ravens offense certainly hasn't been anything close to what we, what we expected to see this season. The fact is that um, Lamar Jackson looked a bit, little bit better last week, and maybe, maybe they've, they can get back to something close to what we were expecting this season. Let's try TJ, who's in Morris. Hey, Tj, what's going on?
2: Morning, guys. Morning. All right, I'm starting Alvin Kamara, James Robinson, Devonte Adams, Amari Cooper. Now I just need a flex. All right. Either James Conner, Wayne Gallman, Sterling. I mean, Darius um, Slayton, Duke Johnson,
1: Kiki Cutie. All right, Teed. So um, I just need one. All right. So uh, of the names you gave me, it comes down to Wayne Gallman versus Kiki Cutie for me, and I'm having right. a hard time not starting Wayne Gallman at this point. He has proven that. You know he stepped into that. It took a few weeks, but he stepped into the Saquon Barkley role. And with the Giants being competitive and their sights set on an NFC East crown, I think they're going to lean heavily on Wayne Gallman. And he's been somebody okay. somebody who near the goal line too. You feel really good, really good about. Certainly, Kiki Cutie's numbers last week were very good in PPR scoring. But Brandon yeah. Cooks will be back today, so I think uh, that takes a little bit of a hit. And uh, I'm going to go oh, ahead and I say, know that. I, yeah, so I'm going to say I would go ahead and use Wayne Gallman. OK, Wayne Gallman, thank you. Thank you. All right, Teach, take it easy. Let's try Oscar, who's in Waukegan. Hey, Oscar, what's up?
0: Hey, Jeff, how are you doing today? Good. Uh, I'm sorry about earlier this week. I called uh, with Cap in there. I not on that. <laughs> You cut me off. <laughs> I'm sorry about. No
1: worries, this week. Oscar. No worries. We we dumped it. That's okay. We just have to uh, FCC regulations. If just so folks out there know, if somebody swears. We are obligated. We have to uh, legal We have to dump the caller. We're not allowed to keep taking you just in case you uh, go on a profanity-laced tirade. We have to make sure we keep the uh, the license safe. So, no, no, no worries, Oscar. We'll get past it. Just try not to swear today, otherwise, I'll have to cut you off again. Go ahead. What's up? No, we're good. Uh,
2: I got a uh, flex uh, full PPR. I got Tyler Boyd. I got uh, Brandon Cooks, uh, Claypool, Dobbs, and Washington.
1: DeAndre Washington uh all right so and you said oh you said Dobbs or Dobbins
0: uh, Dobbs JK Dobbs
1: JK Dobbins. I'm sorry no 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 sorry. no worries JK Dobbins okay I was making sure because you know what I'm not gonna lie I listen I I look at rosters very closely but every once in a while I'll get a rogue name tossed tossed at me that I, I have to'm I have you know' I'm, I'm I'm shuffling through 20 years of you know football names in my head. And so sometimes I'm like, wait, Dobbs, Dobbs, who is that? So no, yeah. Um, actually, I think Oscar, I think uh, I would go ahead and use J.K. Dobbins of those players. I'm intrigued by Claypool, but I'm a little concerned about the fact that his snap count was reduced significantly last week, partially to get James Washington on the field for for the Steelers, but also like okay. the last couple of weeks, Chase, uh, Chase Claypool has had uh, some case of the dropsies, and Mike Tomlin has come out and said, "Listen, if you're not going to catch the ball, you're not going to play." And so, even though I like Claypool for the long haul, of you know, I'm looking at J.K. Dobbins, and I, you know, he really is becoming, I think, you know, as close to whatever a featured back that the Ravens are going to have. So, I'm going to go ahead and say, go ahead and use J.K. Dobbins.
2: I appreciate you, sir. Thank you. Have a good one.
1: Thank you, Oscar, for not swearing here on ESPN 1000. Let's try Jim, who's in Lamont. Jimbo, what's up? Hey, love your show, man. Thanks a lot. I appreciate the kind words, Jim. I've got a
2: bunch of 10-point guys and a full-point PPR. I need two of them. Okay. Tim Patrick, T. Higgins, Russell Gage, Michael Gallup, and the only running
1: back, Jeffrey Wilson. So you need one of those guys, Jim? I need two. Two, two, two. And I see now, no, is D I see Debo on, on your, on your, on your, uh, call. Is he oh, already, yeah. in lo- and I kind of, while I was waiting, changed Locked. my mind.
2: Do, you can talk about Debo if you want. No, to. no, no.
1: I just want to make sure, because yeah. like, of like here, Eric, Eric types up everybody's names and who they're, who they're considering. So like, I always like to make sure that somebody doesn't, doesn't forget them because for me, Debo is the easy start. You lock him in. So you got, Definitely you got did. Patrick, uh, Patrick Gallup Higgins and who was the, oh, and Jeff Wilson and uh, Russell gage is um, yeah waiver wire i feel I feel very, very uncomfortable about using russell gage he 's had a couple of big weeks, but I, I know Julio 's out, and so sometimes people feel like, oh you know then he 'll step right in and be the guy who produces something you know seventy percent of julio you know his numbers but the yeah. truth is he's, he's just not as dynamic a player i think he struggles to get open when somebody like julio is not on the field so uh, i'm taking russell gage out of the mix for me it's it, tim patrick's an easy play he's he's the guy of all the players you mentioned who has the most talent and even though i downplayed uh you know brandon allen's effectiveness a little bit of those options he gave me i actually do like t higgins the most um wilson sure he might you know that's is it going to be a situation where Kyle Shanahan is going complete fifty-fifty here between Mostert and Wilson? I think it's possible, but we're I never going to know. know. And listen, Kyle, I think I think Kyle's proving that he learned. We all we already know that his father. You know, if you've play, been playing fantasy football for any period of time, you remember the days when Mike Shanahan would just say "next man up" in in the backfield, whether it was you know it went from Terrell Davis to olandis gary to mike anderson to clinton portis and whoever was in the backfield they'd step in and run for 1500 yards and i think you're seeing kyle shanahan you know he's, he's got a similar mindset and so i'm a little concerned though that jeff wilson unless he's scoring the touchdown for you it's hard to count on and so that's why i would probably play t higgins jim okay perfect all Thank right you. thanks for calling jim appreciate it let's try let's you know what let's go back to back jims here uh jim is in lincoln square jim you're on the fantasy football sure. show hello
2: Good morning. Uh, I've got a couple of tight ends, Hawkinson and Mark Andrews. Um, First of all, it's full point PPR. Okay. Uh, So you could I could start one of those guys or both, and just use one in the flex. Or I've got just a slew of mediocre talent at wide receiver, Michael Pittman
1: Jr. Real quick, let's say this, Jim. Let's get Hawkinson in the lineup because in the PPR scoring, uh, I like his effectiveness, so I would use him. And then I'm all right. So I have Andrews as a possibility. Who else do you have?
2: Uh, looking at Michael Pittman Jr., decent matchup mm-hmm. against the against Vegas. I'm uh, I'm a, a Ridley owner and starting him, so I have Gage in the mix, and then the two guys I don't trust: Christian Kirk and Mike Williams.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm uh, like for me, it comes down to Andrews and Mike Williams. But Mike Williams is definitely a you know a boomer bust player there, Jim, um, and you know that as having had him on your team this season, so. For me, I'm intrigued by Mike Williams' upside, but I think I personally would probably play, I think Mark Andrews is a little bit safer, and he does have the touchdown upside and possibilities as well. So I think I'd go double tight end formation there, Jim. Cool. All right. Jim drops off, leaves one line open. 312-332-3776. The Fantasy Football Show, helping you win your playoff matchup.
0: Playoffs? Is your tight end in or out? Don't answer that. Is your backfield in good shape? Uh, never mind. Welcome back to ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. It's the Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Meller.
1: We are slammed here on ESPN 1000. I am glad to see it. I certainly understand it. It is the fantasy football playoffs for most folks out there so i'm here for you today 312-332-3776 you can also hit me up on twitter at jeff underscore meller or you can check us out inside the twitch stream on twitch.tv slash espn 1000 chicago that's uh what eric ostrowski is monitoring right now proud new papa eric ostrowski Uh, He's got a brand new daughter. Who I said, hey Eric, how is she? She 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 two weeks now. She goes. He goes. What'd you say to me, Eric? What'd you say with this morning? Three
3: weeks. I believe. No,
1: no, no. You said she's three. Oh, I did say like that. I just love the uh, brand new parent (laughs) because you say three. As if uh, we should—I uh, mean—and listen, I completely understand it. I've been there myself. I love the fact that uh, you know you—that's you, how you—that's how you, that's how you uh, go ahead and measure time for for infants and in weeks and months, eventually, and then years. But it was kind of funny. I said she's two weeks. She said, "No, no, no, she's three. She's three, uh, right?
3: Three, so Mine's a little three scrambled. weeks
1: um so just wanted to say congrats officially to erica Ostrowski on the air um and what do we got inside the twitch chat room here all right
3: i want to make sure i'm not getting ones that you already answered because if you are on twitch and you join us jeff in the breaks we'll go in there and answer some of your questions as well so it it behooves you to join twitch and and watch us um next man up 312 non-ppr miles sanders raheem moster or geo bernard
1: so in the non-PPR scoring, I would say I would go ahead and use Gio Bernard. I'm intrigued. Uh, Miles Sanders in PPR, I feel like you have to start him just because of the explosiveness. But I'm a little concerned. We haven't mentioned it yet, so that's a good question. Because Jalen Hurts, obviously everyone should be aware at this point, will be starting for the Eagles today. And that concerns me for essentially all Eagles skill players. And there are some scenarios where I would keep... Sanders on my bench, and I think this is one of them where I would use Gio Bernard because he's got that Cowboys defense that's been a sieve against the run. So I'd go ahead and use Bernard over Miles Sanders.
3: Joey Run thirteen asks PPR McKissick or Hunt.
1: So interesting in the PPR scoring. Ah, if you need this, this one's where one where I'd say if you want to play for the upside, I think it's Kareem Hunt. But if safe for me, safety. That's where JD McKissick comes in. In PPR scoring, Alex Smith, he is uh, check down Alex. Everyone knows that, and and almost more so than he's ever been since he returned for football teams. So I would, safety is McKissick, but I think upside, I would play Hunt.
3: D Pizzle, 74.
1: Sure.
3: Asks quarterback question Ryan Tannehill or uh, Carr?
1: Uh, I would use Ryan Tannehill today. I just like the offense that the Titans are running against the Jags. Come on. The Jaguar defense, that's thats thats uh, they're going to give fantasy points to anybody who's playing. So I would go ahead and use Ryan Tannehill.
3: We'll stick with another car question. Uh, Kata 23 is very self-aware and says, Crappy choices, but car or Bridgewater?
1: Yeah, I would use uh, Teddy, Teddy B. Um, I think uh, there's a little more upside for him on a week-to-week basis. Now, I haven't mentioned his name, but DJ Moore is out today. He is on the COVID list. Um, which means that uh, Robbie Anderson and Curtis Samuel have more, more, um, more value today. So if you're maybe considering some options at your wide receiver and you're thinking about Robbie Anderson or Curtis Samuel, I think they're both pretty solid plays. I would use Bridgewater over Carr, though.
3: Uh, Chuck86 says, yo, audio man, Dobbins or Drake?
1: uh definitely let's use jk dobbins uh kenyan drake is a solid player but i think dobbins this is where i'm playing for the upside now yeah even with the the idea that there's a little bit more safety maybe with drake maybe just a little bit higher floor i still want to use jk dobbins i think uh, at this point i feel pretty good about using him above um Certainly above Gus Edwards or Mark Ingram at this point. All right, three one two three three two three seven seven six. Let's try Frank, who's in Crystal Lake. Hey, Frank.
2: Morning, Jeff. I got a flex question with a one-point PPR. Okay. I got Marvin Jones at home against the Packers, uh, Michael Gallup on the road against the Bengals, and Mark Andrews at the Browns
1: Monday night. Yeah, I'm going to say I would go ahead and use Marvin Jones. I think you uh, you saw it last week. Kenny Galladay is out yet again. Uh, just, a, just a tough hip injury. We keep getting teased that he might be back, and he has not now for multiple weeks. I think we're approaching like week five or six now that Galladay's been out. So I'd go ahead and use Marvin Jones in that situation. Let's try Mary, who's in Montgomery. Hey, Mary.
3: Hi. Hello. I
2: have a flex question. Okay. I was, I'm considering either... McKissick, Cutie, and Marvin Melvin
1: Gordon. Okay, Mary. Now is this is standard scoring? I see, not PPR, right? Yes, that's correct. So yeah, in that situation, then I think I'm going to use Melvin Gordon, Uh, JD McKissick. If it's not PPR scoring, really loses a ton of value. You know, barely startable in most situations if it's not PPR scoring. And similarly. Kiki Cutie, if you're just going standard scoring, I think he struggles as well. So, for me, in that situation, Mary, I'd go ahead and use uh, Melvin Gordon today and uh, cross your fingers, hope he rips off a long run, and maybe he gets a goal line carry as well. Let's try Caleb, who's in Arlington Heights. Hey, Caleb. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Good, man. Good. Uh,
2: I have a wide receiver question. It's the Dynasty PPR League. Um, I played Woods already on Thursday, unfortunately. okay. Uh, he's normally pretty solid the whole year, but... Um, and then I'm starting Deontay Johnson as well, so I have one spot. And you may have answered it already, but I have Marvin Jones, DJ Chark, or Michael Gallup. And then I also picked up Colin Johnson on the waiver wire this, this week because Chark hasn't really been – he's been trending down the past couple weeks.
1: Yeah, and you're, you're right, Caleb. I would st- – so I still, though, like I don't trust Michael Gallup. You know, on a week-to-week basis, and at this point, you know, CeeDee Lamb and um, Amari Cooper are clearly higher on the pecking order. So unless he catches a long one, I have a hard time using him. You know, Colin Johnson. I mean, I'm definitely I'm using Chark over Johnson at this point, Caleb. I can't. You know, you sure. know, you don't don't fall in love with uh, small sample size. Chark's still the more talented player. And then you said Marvin Jones as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, I have Marvin Jones in the starting lineup right okay. now. Okay. Yeah, my- my receivers are pretty solid at the start of the year with sure. uh, Chark, Giante, and, and Woods. But
1: you, you yeah, know, Caleb, you're, uh, I, I think I would use Chark in this situation. I just, you know, this is where you can't let one week, you know, completely, you know, change your opinion of the player. DJ Chark is much more talented. Mike Glennon still goes downfield with uh, quite a bit of frequency, so I would use um, I would I would use DJ Chark. I just feel like. You want to use the more talented player in this instance, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised at all if Colin Johnson, you know, gives you a, a pretty low total, you know, because I just don't trust that he's somebody who's going to be used frequently. Uh, let's try Brian, who's in Portage Park. Hey, Brian. Hey, how's it going?
2: I need uh, one of these three for a half TPR: flex. Uh, Kareem Hunt, Miles Sanders, or J.K. Dobbins. I've got Chris Carson also, but I got him locked into another spot.
1: Um, so I would say, Bri, I'm going to use, I, I guess I've, I'm all in on JK Dobbins today. Um, uh, you know, Sanders, okay. Sanders again, concerns me with Jalen hurts and, and it's, it's not just the fact that Jalen hurts is under center. It's the combo of, you know, it's the combo, Bri, of the fact that it's Jalen hurts starting for the first time. And the fact that they're going against the number one run defense against, running backs and fantasy scoring in the New Orleans Saints. So I'm going to say I would go ahead and use, uh, I would go ahead and use J.K. Dobbins over Kareem Hunt.
3: Okay, yeah, I got lucky and started Acres already this week. So, uh, Dave, play sounds good.
2: Thank
1: you. Ah, man. So, see, hopefully you didn't get lucky if you've been listening or uh, if you would have hit me up on Twitter earlier in the week, which I always advise people to do. Um, I try and, you know, for the Thursday games, I I try and answer as many as possible on Twitter. I was all over Cam Cam Acres. You could see that that's exactly the way... uh, the Rams were trending and I loved the matchup against the Patriots run defense. So, you know, Cam Akers, I don't think you're, you know, at this point, he's, he's, he's probably, I think as we go forward, probably going to be a top 12 running back uh, for the rest of the season. And I do want to make note. I mentioned, um, I think uh, someone here who in the Twitch chat room uh, corrected me. Thank you. Next man up three, one, two. You're right. I did say Brandon cooks. I meant Will Fuller earlier. Brandon cooks is out. out. Um, today, I think I, I got my cooks, my fullers confused. Brandon cooks is out. Uh, so that does, you know, Kiki Cutie probably, uh, a little bit more, um, value, but I still don't love Kiki Cutie. I, I don't love trusting my playoff fate with Kiki Cutie at this stage. Now, he may be very effective, but again, it's one of those things where I try, I try and see, I want to see a little more, A little more on the, on the actual field before I go ahead and, and, you know, use a player like that and have to really count on him. Again, it always depends on your options, which we were going to explore throughout the rest of the show here. But, um, I guess I'm a little bit reluctant to trust my playoff fate in a guy like Kiki Cutie after one huge week. 312-332-3776. 312-332-3776. One more segment to go, and uh, after that, you're going to have to hit me up on Twitter, so let's get after it here on ESPN 1000. The Fantasy Football Show is back with a guru of fantasy football, Jeff Mellon. Listed as questionable. Questionable.
0: What does that mean? No one knows what that means. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. I mean, they know if they're playing. They know. They should tell us. That's 312-332-3776. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000.
1: Final segment here on the Fantasy Football Show. Don't forget, coming up at 10 a.m., it is the Points Bet pregame show, hosted, of course, by Fred Hubner and Brian Hanley. They will get you set for Bears and Houston Texans today at Soldier Field with a noon kickoff, and then immediately following the game, I'll be back with Howard Griffith breaking down the game on the Miller Lite Bears postgame show here on ESPN 1000. So uh, we've got your NFL coverage all day long. Make sure you keep it locked here. All right, let's go fast and furious so we can get as many colors as we can here. Let's try Scott, who's in Maryville, Indiana. Hey, Scott. Hey,
2: how you doing? Hey, real quick, I got to start two out of these three defenses. I've got the Steelers, the Bears, and the Ravens like I say we start 2 out of 3 so I got to pick 2 out of those 3 defenses.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say I would I would definitely use the Ravens. Um I think there's always the opportunity even though Baker's been better. I think there's always the opportunity for Baker to go a little haywire and give you an opportunity. And then for I'm going to stay away from the Bears, I think. I just don't want to go up against Deshaun Watson. Now, That's the what one, I was thinking The too. one thing that yeah. concerns me obviously, Scott, is the fact that the Steelers, you know, defensively without Bud Dupree now and Devin Bush They really are, you know, hurting with some of those key injuries. But at this point, though, I don't think you can feel great about using the Bears against uh, Deshaun Watson today. So I would go ahead and still use the Steelers. Let's try Matt, who's in West Chicago with a QB dilemma. Hey, Matt.
0: Hey, Jeff. Um, I sent you a DM on Twitter, too. So if you could check that when you get off the show, I'd greatly appreciate it. Um, So question here is Josh Allen or Justin Herbert?
1: At this point, and partially because I just talked about how banged up the Steelers are defensively. I'm going to say I I feel pretty good about using Josh Allen at this point, and I can't really see too many scenarios where I'm not using him. Justin Herbert, yeah, the Falcons, they look like a tasty matchup if you look at the season-long totals. But, Matt, I would say that if you, you look at what they've done since Raheem Morris has taken over for Dan Quinn, they've been better defensively. Now, they're not great but they've been better, and so they're not nearly, you know, the they're not the secondary that they were at the first four or five weeks in the season, so it's not as much of a let's pick on that defense situation. I'm going to use Josh Allen. I think we may be, you know, I, I don't want to overreact too much to last Monday night's game, but, boy, he looked ridiculously good against the Niners, and I think, uh, you know, he's got the ability to run as well. I think Josh Allen next year is going to be one of those quarterbacks who, you know, He's going to be a top five pick for quarterbacks, um, not top five overall, but he's going to be in that top five conversation. And uh, I feel like he's finally delivering on all that first round potential. Let's try Mike, who's on the south side. Hey, Mikey. Hey, good morning, Jeff. Hey, hey Um, I have I need three out of four running backs. PPR league. Okay. I have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, James Conner, J.D. McKissick and Raheem Mostert. All right, Mike, you know, because it is the PPR scoring, I'm going to leave McKissick in. Uh, Clyde Edwards, Ilair, I know it was a nightmare last week. He was active, but really was a bystander on the sidelines because of the illness that he dealt with all week. But I think we have to assume that he's going to be much more involved with a full week of practice. So I'm going to use Ilair and McKissick. Then it comes down to Mostert versus Connor for me. I think I'm going to say I would use James Connor. The Buffalo defense isn't great. And unfortunately, I love Raheem Mostert, but since he's returned from injury, he really has been dealing with some um, some split carries with Jeff Wilson. So uh, I just can't trust the workload that Mostert's going to get, so I would use James Conner in that situation. Let's try Jerry, who's in Schaumburg. Hey, Jer. Hey. How you doing, Jeff? Good. All
2: right. So PPR, uh, need to play two of these five running backs. Yeah. Conners, Dobbins, McKissick, Davis, and
1: Swift. All right, so, Jerry, because it's PPR, I'm going to immediately take out James Conner and DeAndre Swift. Now, Swift's talent is good, but the truth is that after, you know, missing a couple weeks now, I'm going to play it a little bit safe because you've got some really strong options. And I think I personally, Jerry, would use Mike Davis and J.K. Dobbins over McKissick. Again, McKissick's got a safe floor, but I don't know, you know, I assume Peyton Barber will still see the goal line carries, which is why I'm a little bit, Um, You know, I'd rather use Davis and Dobbins over McKissick and PPR because I think the upside for them is much higher than what McKissick potentially gives you. Let's try Ray, who's in Melrose Park. Hey, Ray.
2: Hey, good morning. How are you? Good, man. Uh, PPR League. I'm looking at uh, Melvin Gordon or Elliott. So also, I'm sorry, and also tim patrick or hilton
1: in a flex sure all right so i'm gonna say i would use hilton over patrick ray and then i understand you know uh zeke elliott has been maddening this season but i'm still gonna say i would use him over melvin gordon the people you know he's still involved in the passing game more so than gordon is so i'd use zeke elliott he does have the uh, calf injury i believe but he's going to play per Schefter earlier this morning. So I'd go ahead and use Zeke Elliott at this point, um, just because Melvin Gordon isn't really somebody who, you know, is, you know, a, a an upgrade over Zeke Elliott by any means. Let's try a couple more here quickly. Let's try Joe, who's on the north side. Hey, Joe. Good morning. How you doing? Good, man. I need one in a PPR
2: flex. CeeDee Lamb, Kaseki Devontae Parker, or now I'm going to throw in Mysticic, Mysticic, at, McKissick? You
1: know yeah. Yeah, you know what, I, Joe, I, I would say uh, of those options, I would use McKissick. I just think, as I mentioned earlier in the show, a lot of McKissick talk today, but it, the truth is, in PPR scoring with Alex Smith, the checkdown artist under center for football team, I think uh, McKissick is usually a safe play, um, you know, in PPR scoring. And of the other options, it's kind of like cross your fingers and hope they score a touchdown. They might have bigger weeks if they score the touchdown, but it's hard to count on a week to week, you know, count on a guy scoring a touchdown. You're kind of just hoping that you're lucky that week. Let's try Dave, who's in Elkhorn, Wisconsin, a longtime listener. Hey, Dave. Hey Jeff, hey!
0: I need to start two of these five. I had a COVID bug this week, so I picked up Curtis Samuel and I picked up Hilton. I need one of those two plus Cutie, Parker, and Tyler Boyd. I kind of intrigued by Parker with Gaskin being out. They might be down big, and now it cooks out. I'm kind of like Cutie too, but I'm not sure what to do here. I need so,
1: two of those five. So, but you said Hilton as well, right, Dave? Yep, Hilton. So I I like Hilton and Parker of those options that you gave me. As I mentioned, yeah, sure, Cutie was good last week, but I'm still a little concerned about trusting him at this point. So I would use Parker and Hilton. All right, last call here. Let's try Dennis, who's in Woodridge. Hey, Dennis, wrap us up here on the Fantasy Football Show.
2: Well, I think you actually answered one of my questions. Brandon Cooks is out for today because I have Antonio Brown, who's been iffy, Brandon Ayuk, Allen Robinson, and Brandon Cooks.
1: Yeah, so of those options, I'm still going to say I would use Dennis Allen Robinson. All right, that does it for me, but keep us locked in 10 o'clock. Fred Huber and Brian Henley, get you set for Bears and Texans.